Advice, exercises and anecdotes from a career in radio and TV studios. Hello, this is Peter Stewart with today's episode of Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Thank you for joining me today. We're talking about character acting uh, with with voices. So nothing on screen, not acting on stage or anything like that, uh, just your voice. And we're not talking about uh, specific dramas where everything is supposed to be naturalistic. We're talking about cartoons, characters, animation, uh, gaming, that kind of thing. And uh, we, we're talking about coming up with a character and how you can make it much more believable, but but kind of over the top as well, because uh, that's what it is in, in animation and cartoons and gaming. It's a bit more extreme than naturalistic, isn't it? So consider fleshing out your character. We've come up with several things that we need to consider already, haven't we, about the kind of voice, where that voice is coming from, what the attributes of that person are, their physicality and so on, uh, how, how somebody might dress, how somebody looks, how they deport themselves, all of those different things, as well as their journey and their emotions and the part that they're playing in the particular storyline, will all affect somebody's voice and therefore how you play that particular person or character, because it may not be a person. You may be voicing a cartoon cat or a cartoon train, something which is usually inanimate. So over the past several days, we've been looking at how you may find a character for something which literally does not have a voice. I mean, arguably, a cat or a dog has a some kind of voice, uh, some way of, of making a noise that can reveal its character, but a train doesn't, Yeah, a car doesn't, an aeroplane doesn't. I'm going down a transport line here, aren't I? But uh, you see what I mean? So how do you get that characterization for usually inanimate objects? Well, you do it by looking at the character itself and what their storyline is, what the emotional journey is that is written down for you to play. Okay, so consider fleshing out your character. And, And by that, I don't mean adding words to the script that's a complete no-no you've got to read what's there but you don't only read the words on the script for example you've got to think things like what are the voice qualities of the character maybe it's a bit more breathy or raspy or growly something like that so what are the voice qualities of the character that you've been asked to play Is the pitch higher or lower than your usual voice? Now, a lot of boys' voices are done by women because it avoids the problems of of puberty when the actor outgrows the sound of the character, for example. What is the accent? Now, your accent and voice accent will have an effect on the viewer and their subconscious bias. I mean, are animated scientists always German or Swiss? Are baddies always Eastern European or English? What about a character who's portrayed as stupid? What accent are they usually given? Is that fair? What is the message that that gives to viewers? If the character is intelligent or high status, what is their accent? And, 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 And instead of the archetypal English accent for your character, maybe an accent like mine, as we said a few days ago, What about an accent from somewhere else in England or Great Britain or the United Kingdom? Maybe about a a, a Welsh accent or a fantastically textured Northern Irish accent. 
or a Mancunian or a Birmingham or a Tyneside accent, yeah? Or something from Glasgow or the Highlands of Scotland or the Far West Country. Do you see what I mean? So be very careful with the accent you choose that it's not archetypal, it's not stereotypical. You're not painting a picture which some people may object to, either for good or ill. Yeah, In other words, always choosing an English baddie may be a bad thing. And actually, you could choose a Welsh baddie or a French baddie, for example. Yeah, But at the moment, there does seem to be a style that baddies are always Eastern European, usually Russian or English. And I don't know what it is. Is that because of the English accent? Maybe an accent like mine is easy to kind of put a bit of a sneer into and to be cold because it can be quite dry and quite clipped. And, and, and less animated. Because if you've got a lilt of a Welsh accent from the valleys, which sounds usually quite sing-songy, then that could be quite difficult, potentially, to get someone with that kind of lilt to play a baddie because of the preconceptions of what a baddie sounds like. But then you're just playing up to that stereotype if you keep having English or Russian accents yeah so maybe you play against type occasionally and as i say why are animated scientists invariably german or swiss does that play up to a stereotype as well think of how you can do something differently how you can ring the changes perhaps does the background of the character that you're coming up with their their image and storyline suggest that they may on occasion or throughout the script talk with hesitation or a slight stutter? Do they swallow heavily, do lots of throat clearing, or or have a bit of a nervous laugh? So again, you're not adding to the words on the page, but don't only read the words on the page. If your character is nervous, then then then, then maybe they, they they might have a bit of a might have a bit of a stutter and 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 talk a little bit staccato, kind of short and sharp, a little bit like like that, <laughs> and, and and have a little bit of a nervous laugh and so on. It could be something like that, couldn't it? With a kind of a, a smile on the face, they they desperately want to please, yeah. And also the tempo. Ask about that either with the director or just ask yourself the tempo of the read. Is it going to be faster or slower now? You may be governed by the timing of the animation which has already been drawn and how your lines fit in with the lines of other people. But maybe you may think that to have the baddie who talks quite slowly is a bit too obvious. So maybe your baddie is going to be talking quite fast because they've got a really quick mind rather than slow but calculating. See how you can play that baddie with their tempo in two different ways to make it sound believable. Or maybe your baddie is just talking at a normal pace, like me. Maybe that is what makes him unusual. And the rhythm as well. Is the rhythm of the character voice that you are playing, is that flowing? Or is it rat-a-tat-tat? Or is it repetitive? I mean, it may be you've got a character who keeps talking a little bit like this and going up during the course of the sentence as they're talking. Yeah, Maybe that could be their kind of verbal tick, what they're known for. Maybe they've got a, a, a nickname that you can give them that comes out of that, that helps characterise that voice for your voice catalogue that we were talking about a few uh, episodes ago. 
How do they laugh as well, both in reaction to humour and apprehension? Mentioned a few moments ago, maybe a little ner- nervous laugh. Oh, oh, I, don't, I really don't know what happened there. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe it is a, uh, a laugh when something funny happens. Or maybe it is a laugh when something serious happens. <laughs> I don't believe you wanted to do that. So how do they laugh? That can very often, as we said a few days ago, really bring out the essence of someone's character, how they laugh, because they let themselves go to a large extent when 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 any of us laugh by sheer definition you let yourself go so you're letting a little bit more of your personality come through rather than hiding it off you're not having that mask on uh, so much so think about all of those uh, different uh, aspects when you're coming up with a character uh, voice for your animation your cartoons for your gaming and so on but there's more than that mention laughing just there there are some other non-verbal sounds in voice acting that you can employ too to flesh out pardon the pun the character and i'll talk about that tomorrow as get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice continues from london i'm peter stewart <laughs>